Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairflex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And good morning, and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined by my guest host, Bob Ike, in just a second. Got a good card at Santa Anita today, 12 races, including four graded stakes. We have an early first post time at 12 noon. Uh, Santa Anita Sister Track, Gulfstream Park, already underway. They began just before 9 a.m. our time. They have a 12-race card down there, five graded stakes. Both tracks are part of a new uh, a, a new entity called the First Racing Tour, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the five stakes at Gulfstream Park, all three-year-olds today. We'll talk about the sophomores as well. And to go over some of these different things, including uh, the stakes races at Santa Anita, let's bring in my regular uh, guest host, Mr. Bob Ike. Bob, how you doing? Good morning, John. Doing great. Beautiful weather today and uh, looking forward to a really good card. I thought the back half especially uh, had a lot of meat to it. So uh, between this and the racing in Florida and the coast-to-coast, we've got plenty of action today. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I mentioned, it looks like now for the the first Saturday of each month for the next few months is going to be uh, combining some of the races from Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita into what they call a first racing tour. So uh, they, they're starting off with a bang today between the two tracks, nine ra- nine stakes races all graded. And uh, I, I don't know what the tour means as far as, you know, added any bonuses for the jockeys who compete or the owner, owners that, that win races or horses that win multiple races in this tour, but it does provide some good racing for us coast to coast. Yeah, and anytime racing gets more exposure on TV, it's a good thing. Uh, a couple hours each uh, of these shows, so it's adding uh, quite a bit of TV exposure on NBC. Today, the show goes from 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, and as you said, covers the stakes races, covers the coast-to-coast races, which uh, I think is, is really becoming a popular bet. And it'll be uh, starting today and then uh, March 4th, April 1st, April 8th, scheduled down the road. So uh, I think it's always good to get extra coverage for racing. And uh, the questions we had, John, we kind of talked off the air. What does the tour really mean as far as bonuses, et cetera, benefits to jockeys, trainers, or horse players? We don't know. That wasn't part of the announcement. All that we know is uh, more TV time, more races on TV uh, good coverage by NBC. Well, and the other thing that you mentioned to me, coordinated post times. That would be that would be nice. That will be very nice, and, and that's going to have to be in effect. They're not going to run over the top of each other as we've seen in the past. So, uh, coordinated post times, I think, a big big issue in our sport, especially when all the money really comes in now from simulcasting. Uh, a small percentage of the money is bet on track, so it's. Very important that we get these signals coordinated, and uh, it'll be done now because it has to be. It's on TV, but it's on a big network, and uh, these races cannot run over the top of each other. Well, if that's what it takes, I'm all for it. So let's talk a little bit about a couple of the stakes races today at Santa Anita. One thing I do know uh, at Santa Anita with the Bob Lewis stakes it's supposed to be a Kentucky Derby qualifying points race. I know no points will be awarded, and depending on if you're a glass half full or glass half empty guy, uh, Bob Baffert will win the Bob Lewis, and Bob Baffert will run last in the Bob Lewis today. <laughs> Those are the sure things in life, and you don't see that in racing very often, do you, John? Uh, Bob Bob Baffert will win, Bob Baffert will run last, and Bob Baffert horses will not get Kentucky Derby points because uh, he is still, as of this point, uh, suspended from his horses being uh, ineligible to run in the Derby again this year. 
There's a trial currently in process that uh, Alfred is in and will determine if anything changes, if that status changes. Uh, what's interesting, John, is um, by February 28th, uh, you know, if it, he, these horses have to be moved to other trainers in order to qualify for Kentucky Derby points down the road. So um, it's going to be very interesting. We may see a lot of what happened last year with Bob's horses going to other trainers. Last year it was Tim Yakteen and Sean McCarthy. Uh, if that happens, I would assume they would be the logical guys uh, to get Bob's horses again. So uh, it, it's kind of a mess. It's kind of confusing, and considering Baffert has so many good three-year-olds, uh, including the four running today and uh, the, the one of the upcoming three-year-old races, what Johnny has 12 of the 14 nominees or something like that. So he is loaded, uh, and it's going to just have to play out, and, and we'll see where it goes. Right. You mentioned the hearing. There was a two-day hearing this week uh, that con- concluded yesterday, and, and Bob Baffert is appealing the current suspension right now, trying to get a stay on that so he would be allowed to uh, you know, enter and start horses at uh, Churchill Downs for the Kentucky Derby. That hearing, like I say, has been completed. They're going to await a ruling, and from what I understand, the uh, judge has already indicated that she will issue some type of ruling on the hearing before that February 28th deadline. And that's the important part. If there is no change and Bob Baffert remains banned from entering and racing at at Churchill Downs uh, through the Kentucky Derby this year, then obviously those horses will have to be moved and they'll have to be moved before the end of this month. So there'll be a lot happening on that end. And, uh, you know, with the amount of three-year-olds he has around the country, uh, that that's a very, very important issue. And one of those horses that, that, that Bob Baffert has, uh, I thought, kind of moved to the top of the leaderboard as far as potential derby candidates, and that was at Oakland Park last Saturday. We saw Arabian Lion coming off a huge maiden win at Keeneland on the uh, uh, Breeders' Cup undercard in November, returned to the races in the uh, Southwest Stakes last Saturday in the slop. You know, He shipped across country, tried two turns, uh, tried winners for the first time, did all of that, and he looked awful good winning, winning the uh, Southwest, Bob. Yeah, it was Arabian Night, and he uh, was only making his second start. He was no secret when he debuted at Keeneland on Breeders' Cup undercard and uh, romped that day, and then you know he hadn't been out. He hadn't been two turns. They shipped him to Oaklawn, stretched him out. He answered all the questions, caught an off track. I mean, this horse really got a huge amount of experience in his second start, and he looks like he could be any kind. And, you know, when you pay $2.3 million for one, they're supposed to be good, but they don't always pan out that way. Arabian Knight is very good, and I agree with you, John. He moved to the head of the class uh, very, very quickly off his effort in the Southwest. Well, we'll see where he goes next. As far as racing today, the Santa Monica Stakes goes as race number nine today on the 10 race card. And you talk about Bob Baffert. He's got the favorite in there, Fun to Dream. It's a rematch with Awake at Midnight, and you have Lady T in this race. It's not a big field, but it's an interesting field, and it's going to be a tactical race, I think, Bob. Yeah, it is going to be tactical, and you mentioned Fun to Dream. What a hard knocker she is, a cowbred. She's won five of six. Her only kind of off effort was down at Del Mar where uh, she got all messed up and veered in at the start. Ended up running second that day and being disqualified to way back uh, and placed near the bottom. But uh, other than that, she's been flawless, including her win last time where she beat Awake at Midnight in the grade one La Brea. I really thought Awake at Midnight had a chance of getting by her in mid-stretch, but couldn't. It's going to be a good matchup. 
Uh, the post positions today, you've got uh, Awake at Midnight being drawn outside of Fun to Dream. And you're right, John, it's tactical. I don't think there's a huge amount of pace in here. Uh, they may end up going with Fun to Dream from the inside. I think Awake at Midnight uh, maybe can stock. I thought it was those two. I thought they ran come out of a better race than what Lady T won in the Las Flores. So I was going to double my ticket, and uh, Fun to Dream is going to get bet very heavily in here off a sharp work sensor race and the great five for six record. So she's the one to beat. Awake at Midnight is uh, my second choice. Well, let's go ahead and get a radio play from you, Bob. Uh, you had a good Saturday. Last Saturday, four top-choice winners, including your best play, Denim and Gold. Last Sunday, you, you nailed the late pick five for $298, so you're seeing the ball. Where do you want to go for a radio play today at Santa Anita? I'm going to go to the sixth race, which is the first leg of the late pick five, and it's a competitive uh, race. It's it's turf sprinters here, first level allowance. Phillies and mares going six furlongs out of the chute. And I'm going to try number two, Tom's Beauty, for Jeff Mullins. This is a uh, filly who's only started five times. She's had trouble in a number of starts. But I think today she really gets a big rider upgrade going to Hector Berrios. And I think you're going to see her uh, run her best today. Now, talking about, we talked about pace in in the uh, Santa Monica. Well, not a lot in, in this race either. I don't really know. Who's going to bust out and try to go to the lead? Speed is generally pretty good in these uh, turf sprints. Maybe it's Carmen Miranda on the outside. But I'm, I'm hoping Tom's Beauty can stay close enough early, work out the right kind of trip. Berrios is a ground-saving rider, and I think she's got some ability but been compromised a little bit by trip. So let's go to the sixth race. Number two, Tom's Beauty, 4-1 to one on the morning line is my radio play. And, John, you've been hot yourself, and uh, your selections, of course, your selection sheet is the Lindo Report, and uh, that is published every day and put out at the uh, South Point Race Book. So uh, you gave us spiritual advisor last week at 740. Where are you going to go for your radio play? Well, I'm going to go to uh, race number eight at Santa Anita today in the eighth race. I thought number two, Escape Artist, ran really well in his debut, set the pace, got run down and beaten by a neck going a flat mile, two turns, and that was a fast last quarter mile that day. The thing that caught my eye is he galloped out back in front, so I don't think the mile and eight today is going to hurt him one bit. Being a new three-year-old, he gets Lasix for the first time, and he looks like the controlling speed. I think he's going to make the lead in here. He's got some fitness now that he has a race under his belt. And a four-to-one on the morning line, I think he's going to be very tough to catch. So race number eight, horse number two, escape artist for me at Santa Anita. And, Bob, uh, we both uh, won over turf races today for a selection. How about the the current funk that uh, Flavian Prat is in? Oh, my goodness, John. It's incredible. Um, I know he's one for 53 on turf racing since the meet started. Uh, I don't have the exact stat, John. I sent it to you yesterday. I meant to pull that up. I think he's only won six races at the meet, right? So he is uh, in a uh, slump like I'm sure he's never had in his career. Yesterday he was defeated on three odds-on horses, and it's just something we're not used to seeing. I mean, Flavian Pratt, since he came out here, has been a very high-percentage rider. And, you know, John, there's nothing that I can point out that, that looks any different. He, he looks like he's in the same good position most of the time. He's riding hard to the lane. And all those times where we saw him just kind of swoop by in the, in the stretch when you knew he was going to get up at the wire, 
That just hasn't happened at this race, at this meet so far. He's got a ton of seconds. So I know it's got to be frustrating. He's a little bit snake bit right now, but he's also the kind of guy who can go out and win four or five on a card. And, and that's going to happen at some point, but it's sure uh, it isn't happening right now. He is in a big funk. You're right, John. Yeah, it's just amazing. He's so consistent, or has been, and it, I've never seen him struggle like this before. But like you say, when he gets it right, he's going to go on a run out here. It's just a matter of time, and the guy works too hard not to straighten that out. So uh, we'll see if Flavian Pride gets back going today. Bob, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk to Bob Mazursky, and he'll look at the megahertz stakes for us. We'll also talk to Bruce Finkelstein, get a, a race play from him at Golden Gate, and talk about the Thunder Road at Santa Anita. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here on the home of Angels Baseball, AM 830 Angels Radio. AM 830. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway. Come early on Saturday for a huge day of bike coastal racing from Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita as the first racing tour will include eight graded stakes and will offer players in all stakes coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a low 15% takeout. First post time Saturday is at 12 noon and admission gates open at 10 a.m. Our 10 race card Saturday will be highlighted by four graded stakes the Robert B. Lewis, the Megahertz, the Santa Monica, and the Thunder Road Stakes. Looking ahead to Sunday, there will be a mandatory payout in the 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot with an estimated total pool of more than $3 million. And on Saturday, there is a $1 million single-ticket Pick 6 jackpot guarantee. So if there is a single-ticket winner Saturday, that ticket is worth $1 million. Our infield family fun zone is open, and again, Join us early on Saturday with first post time at 12 noon. Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their career's end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days. And LRF Cares is there to provide it. 
For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike. In that last break, you heard a commercial for Little Red Feather. Congratulations to our friends at Little Red Feather. Huge Saturday, last Saturday. Newgrange won the Grade Two San Pasquale, and they came right back in the finale and won the the Saturday finale with Kitty Katana. So a lot of guys cashed in the late daily double from Little Red Feather last Saturday, and they're back in action today with Carpe Fortuna in race two and Oakhurst in the Grade Three Megahertz Stakes. And uh, Bob Ike, before we talk about that Megahertz with Bob Mazursky, let's go ahead and uh, give out our Calbred of the Week for this week too. Yeah, Calbred of the Week is Rose Maddox, who was the winner of the $75,000 Moscow Burning Stakes at Golden Gate last Saturday. Rose Maddox is by Grayson out of the unusual heat mare, Heat the Rocks, owned and bred by Nick Alexander, trained by Steve Miotti. This was the first stakes victory for Rose Maddox, and her career earnings are now up to almost a quarter of a million dollars. John, honorable mention to opening Buzz, who won the Wishing Well Stakes at Turfway Park last Saturday for owner-breeder Tommy Town Thoroughbreds. And, uh, John, there was a sale last Tuesday uh, up at Fairplex, the CTBA January Knicks sale, and uh, tell us about the sales topper. The sales topper was the 10-year-old mare poster girl in full to Halliday, and she brought $70,000 at uh, the CTBA sale by Cedros, Blo- Blood- Cedros Bloodstock was the buyer. So congratulations to them. Good luck with all those cowbreds. And uh, we'll see what happens with that cowbred today. Fun to dream in the grade two Santa Monica. So a lot of action for the cowbreds. And uh, let's get on to the uh, megahertz today. And we're going to talk to Bob Mazursky about that race. And Bob, looking at the megahertz, which goes this race four on the program, it's a field of eight and a very tepid morning line favorite uh, number six school dance at three to one. I think this is a pretty competitive field. I agree with you, John, and good morning to you guys. Uh, yeah, I like Orson there quite a bit. I like closing remarks. I think she's finally going to get a race with some pace in it. You know, Hamwood Flyer, anytime she's in a race, she guarantees a hot pace. Then you have the horse coming in for Jonathan Thomas, Bay Storm. I think it'll show speed, and then one silk stocking stretching out. Closing remarks last time had no pace to chase and finished beyond Queen Goddess, who, of course, went to Florida last week and won another stake. So 
I'm hoping that closing remarks finally gets pace to chase today and she can be along in time for uh, Carla Gaines and uh, Joe Bravo. Well, she's 7-2 on the morning line, so there's a fair price there. And, Bob Ike, you had a question and uh, just a comment on, on uh, Mr. Mazursky came up with a winner for us last week on the radio. Yeah, good morning, Bob. You gave us uh, Cornelia Fort last week at $7, so I uh, just wanted to know where you were going to go for uh, your radio pick today. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the last race of the day, the uh, Thunder Road, and I'm hoping that this is the race to get Flavian Pratt out of his grass funk. I like number one, Earl's Rock. Third race off the layoff of this horse. This horse showed plenty of quality in his earlier days. He gets the rail. He doesn't have to be on the lead. He can sit close, and hopefully he'll get the right trip today. So number one, Earl's Rock in race 10. That's number one, Earl's Rock, 5-1 to one on the program, race 10 at Santa Anita. All of Bob Mazursky's picks can be found at todaysracingdigest.com. Bob, we'll let you get going. Enjoy the races today, and uh, let's see if you can get Flavian Pratt going. All right, let's hope so. All right, take care, guys. Good luck today. That was Bob Mazursky, and let's head up to uh, Las Vegas and talk to Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Bruce takes a look at Golden Gate and Santa Anita for us all the time, and I wanted to pick Bruce's brain a little bit about that last race today, the Thunder Road Stakes. Oh, I, I think we, we just lost Bruce, so we're going to try and rehook with him. So, Bob, before we do that, Let's talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with our satellite wagering facilities. I know you're up at the Derby Room recently, and uh, we have some announcements for Sammy's as well. Room last uh, Sunday. Hope to get out there again tomorrow. Always a great experience. Great menu. Good good service. Uh, plenty of TVs. Great sound system. And uh, John, tell us about Sammy's. Well, Sammy's is celebrating their 10th anniversary this year, so a couple of things. First of all, if you play the races there in the racing section of the restaurant, they have a special discounted menu featuring 2013 prices, so you're already getting a discount there. And starting this weekend, uh, if you are a Rainbow Six player, you might want to check out Sammy's because if you play the Rainbow Six and you are the only winning ticket. If you purchase it at Sammy's and cash it at Sammy's, not only are you going to pick up that pool that Santa Anita offers, but you're going to pick up a $25,000 bonus from directly from Sammy's. So a lot of reasons to go on down there and take a shot at that Rainbow Six. There will be a mandatory payout in the Rainbow Six tomorrow, but if you can catch a single winning ticket any day at Santa Anita, do it at Sammy's. Let's go ahead and bring in uh, our, our guest now, Bruce Finkelstein. Bruce, do we have you? You have me. How's it going, guys? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Looking forward Good. To Listen. A lot, of, a lot of great racing action today. Absolutely. And uh, what I wanted to talk to you about a little bit was the Thunder Road Stakes, the 10th and final today. I think it's probably the best wagering card at San, uh, on the card at Santa Anita. 11-horse uh, field after the overnight scratch at number 11, Bodacious. You have a favorite, number 8, Air Force Red. Looks like the horse to catch. But this is a pretty good field of, of milers on the grass. Yeah, some have had better, you know, some have had, you know, they were better a year or two ago, and I think the now horse, the horse you just mentioned, Air Force Red, is just, seems like he's ascending right now, John. Um, you know, even his loss at Del Mar in the Del Mar Mile, if you go back, I know he was fourth in that grade two, and it kind of looks like, well, maybe he's not of this quality. Go back and watch that race, though. He got into an insane speed duel with a runner at, I think, Mandela's barn called Goliad that day, and they were... I think at least 10 lengths in front of the field. He somehow outlasted that horse and ran fourth. That was an outstanding race in defeat. He's now reeled off two consecutive wins, one on the downhill, one in a mile. And the question is, is there anybody in here quick enough to kind of discourage him? Because he looks one-dimensional in this stage of his career. I don't think so. I don't think Bob and Jackie 
who looks like the other horse with a little speed, is quick enough to run with him. So it's going to be very tough to, to catch Air Force Red, who's going great guns right now. The horse guys that I have problems with one way or another, I, it is, there goes Harvard. I mean, he's a, he won the, um, the Gold Cup here, so he's a grade one winner. And he also won an allowance race here. Now, he's been away six months. This is where I kind of look at some of the XBTV workouts when, with firsters and layoff horses, guys. And this is what makes me, you know, I would use him, but with caution. His workouts on the dirt here at Santa Anita have been a little uninspired. Uh, he's been asked along against inferior horses. He hasn't looked super, you know, strong in his workouts. That concerns me. I know he's got the quality to win this race, but I'm worried about what I see in the morning. So I'd use him with caution, but I think strictly the horse to catch in the beat and as the now horse is the horse you mentioned, the eight Air Force Red. Bob Ike, anything for uh, Bruce? Yeah, Bruce, you're giving us picks. Uh, do a great job on Northern and Southern California, but I, I want to get your Golden Gate pick for today. Yeah, let's go. Let's uh, do some bankroll building. How about let's go early in the day? Uh, the second race is a 12-5 claimer for three-year-olds. Danzig's Star Storm lost a head bobber when last seen sprinting at five and a half furlongs. Wasn't quite quick enough to stay on the lead, but laid a close third and just got, like I said, out-bobbed at the wire in a very nice try. This competitive sort who's never tried two turns before lays up close in its sprint races. The thinking is the pace will be much slower. This will uh, this horse will be able to relax early and finish. I think he's he, he's too quick for these. So in race two, let's go with the two Danzig's Star Storm. Oh, that's a tongue twister at nine to two on the morning line. That's number two Danzig's Star Storm nine to two race two at Golden Gate. And before I let you go, Bruce, I got to get something from you from Santa Anita. Where's your play for today at Santa well, Anita? Early, uh, John, in the second race, really like lightly raced, improving horses. You can't go wrong in, in that aspect, and I think that we have one here in the seven horse. We miss Grammy. She did not make a face like a horse in her first three races sprinting. She did no running at all, stretched out to a mile on this grass course against 50 claimers. She won with a steady run. It was, it was solid. It was unspectacular. The race I really liked, though, was her Del Mar race when she jumped up into a starter allowance race like this one, and she just missed uh, behind the lone speed horse, R. Valentine. I thought she ran super that day. She's come back 12 weeks later, three bullet workouts. She's still lightly raced. Look for her to be sitting just off of it. I, I really like the upside on her. So in race two, let's go with the seven. We miss Grammy at four to one on the morning line. Number seven, we miss Grammy four to one. Race two at Santa Anita for Bruce. You can get all of Bruce's picks at betonbruce.com. And Bruce, just one quick comment. We talked about Flavian Prost struggling. How about Drayden Van Dyke, who's aboard We Miss Grammy? He's O for the meet. Oh, yeah. you know, I, it seemed like ever since he left town, uh, John. I know he was slumping a little bit. Boy, he has just not gotten his clientele back. Um, I thought he was an outstanding grass rider. I, you know, he's he's not the flavor of the month anymore. And you know how that goes. You know, once you go cold, it's hard to get back live mounts. And I still think he's super young. He's talented. Hopefully he can hang in there. But this is a much more competitive jocks room than it was a couple of years ago. So it's probably not the easiest time to try to, to you know, to come back up along, you know, to, to, to rise up in the jockey standings these days. But, yeah, I don't know what's happened to him. Hopefully he uh, will get some better mounts along the way. 
Well, let's see if you can get him home with the mojo on We Miss Grammy today in the second race at Santa Anita. Bruce, we'll let you get going. Enjoy the day, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Take care, guys. That was Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Raggins and Sheets back from Florida, and we'll talk to Scott Shapiro, get a little update on the three-year-olds, and he's going to do a little handicapping at Oak Lawn Park in our next segment at Thoroughbred L.A. right here on AMA 30 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Radio. AMA 30. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bread maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m., 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. The best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend, led by night racing's best bets, the Los Alamitos early and late pick fours. Plus, our nighttime $2 pick six continues to be a popular wager. Our total pick six pool on January 7th was over $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 
to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy the racing action from Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, Oak Lawn, and more. For reservations in the beautiful Vessels Club, call 714-820-2681. Or if you prefer, cheer on your next winner at Burgart Sports Bar, featuring 60 HD TVs, a full bar, and plenty of wagering windows for your convenience. The best of night racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio, AM 830. When it's over. And welcome back to Thoroughbred LA. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike. And Bob, before we bring in John Hardoot and the Rags and Cheech, you had a reminder about a contest today at Santa Anita. Yeah, Santa Anita's having one of their contests out there today. $1,500 buy-in, $1,000 bankroll. This can be played on track at Santa Anita or through Express Bet. It's the entire card at Santa Anita, plus the last four races at Gulfstream Park. And those are some interesting races today. Uh, prizes, John, include uh, ultimate betting uh, challenge seats as well as NHC seats. So that's today at Santa Anita and Express Bet that contest. And uh, let's also mention our good friends at South Point and Mary Jungers, who's retiring at the end of this month, John. We've had a long relationship with Mary and the South Point. They've been great sponsors. And uh, Mary was nice enough to get me a couple rooms for uh, March Madness on her way out the door. So always appreciate her and uh, just a great place to go for uh, Super Bowl, for March Madness, and, of course, the best race book in town. And the food's not bad there either. The number to call at, at uh, South Point, 866-780-7223. You can ask for Mary Jungers through the end of February, and she'll set you up and try and get you the uh, horse players rate there, the Thoroughbred LA rate. So check that out. Let's go ahead and talk to our next guest, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. And after a nice warm weekend for Pegasus at Gulfstream last week, John, I'm guessing it's not shorts and flip-flop weather today in Saratoga. <laughs> no, it's... Uh... I'm going from 80 in Miami Beach last week to uh, minus 14 as we speak. <laughs> minus 14. I don't minus. even. I can't. Com- I can't comprehend minus 14. So, I we know that Aqueduct canceled prima. You know, they they did it early in the week and they did the right thing. They called it off yesterday and today. Um, so. That is just amazing. But one thing I wanted to find out, I've never been down to Gulfstream for, for that whole Pegasus celebration. How was that, that event? Well, the results obviously weren't too good. Honestly, I find the track extremely uncomfortable. Um, it's like a mall. It's not a racetrack. It, it's hard to bet. Uh, they could never have a Breeders' Cup down there. It's just too small, and uh, they can't accommodate the big crowds. You know, I'm sure... 90% of the time, it's fine because they're not going to have those big crowds. But on the big days, it's extremely difficult. And, uh, you know, they gave us carte blanche. We sat in a beautiful uh, restaurant, and uh, the service was great and everything else. But to make a bet, not so easy. Yeah, I've heard, you know, that that is a problem. There isn't much of a grandstand there anymore for the racing fan. But, you know, it's apparently how things go these days. So one thing they do have some is some good racing today. I wanted to talk to you a little bit. I think the the best gambling stakes race at Gulfstream today is the forward gal that goes as race 10 on their card. They're they're in the paddock for the third now, so we've still got some time. Wanted to see how you saw this race. There's a late scratch at number six, Lynx. So a field of nine in the forward gal that's seven furlongs, 10th at Gulfstream. 
It's a pretty evenly matched group of horses, but I'm going to lean towards the eight horse, Red Carpet Ready. Uh, this three row filly comes to us from the George Arnold barn. Now, anybody that knows this trainer knows that he's extremely conservative. He takes his time with horses. Not many of his horses win first out. Well, this filly won first out and second out as a two year old. He brings her back as a three year old. She's trained well for her return. She gets Louis Sires today, and I think she's going to be tough in here. Number eight. Red carpet, ready, 4-1 on the morning line. And uh, Bob Ike, anything for John Hardoon? Yeah, John, uh, I'm a California boy, so I just wanted to know, is there really a difference between 14 degrees and, and minus 14 degrees? <laughs> Can you tell the difference? There is a major difference. <laughs> there really is a big difference. Believe me, I've been on this earth for 64 years, and I've never experienced anything like the last 24 hours. You literally can't go out of the house. You can't do anything. It's just horrible. Wow. Well, if you're inside, uh, Bob, I know you're. I know that John's playing races since he's stuck inside the house today. So uh, you, you do sheets today for Gulfstream Park, Oaklawn, and Santa Anita. So where do you want to go for radio plays? Well, let's go to uh, Gulfstream's 12th race. This is the Holy Bull, and I really like the number eight horse in here, Rocket Can. This is a three-year-old colt from the Bill Mott barn. Unfortunately, he breaks from an outside post. It's tough to win from out there. However, he's been around two turns already, and he's run well around two turns. Uh, he makes his first start as a three-year-old. Everything Mott is sending out is running big. Seven to two on the morning line. I think he'll get every bit of that price, and I like number eight, Rocket 10, to win today's 12th race, the Holy Bull out at Gulf Street. That's the 12th race, number eight, Rocket Can for John Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. And, John, you had mentioned to me you wanted to look at a race at Oakland Park as well. Yeah, let's look at the Bayou This is the ninth race. And uh, I like the number six horse in here, La Davida. Six-year-old mare from the uh, Ignacio Correa's barn, Vincent Chaminade aboard to ride. Boy, that's a lot. Anyway, she's listed at 7-2 on the morning line. She's run well over this track. And I like number six, La Davida, to win today's Bayou Stakes, the ninth from Oakland. That's number six. I'm going to call it Le Davida, but uh, it could be anything okay. that you want it to be. We'll just call it the six horse. Ninth race today at Oakland Park. That's seven to two on the program for John Hardoon. And, and John, where can they pick up all your information? Then go to the website at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Today, no New York, but we have Gulfstream, Oakland, and Santa Anita selections. And I agree with Bob Ike. The later part of the Santa Anita card, really juicy. Some good betting opportunities there, so people should take advantage. All right, John, stay warm. Hopefully it's supposed to heat up for you guys a little bit tomorrow, and uh, we'll have better conditions yeah, for you next Saturday. Is, heat, heat wave is coming. It's going to be 40 degrees tomorrow. Okay, I'll send the flip flops out. We'll put it on. We'll, we'll UPS those to you. <laughs> All right, that was, stay safe, be well. Thanks. That was John Hardoon for the Ragazin Sheets. Thanks, John. And our next guest, uh, we're going to go down to Kentucky where it hasn't been warm either, and that's uh, Mr. Scott Shapiro. And Scott, you're not dealing with minus 14, but I know it's been a little chilly down there. Man, you know, I was in a good mood until I turned on the radio this morning and heard Biker bragging about the good weather and you guys humble bragging <laughs> nonstop. But uh, it's warming up here a little. It's not quite as bad as uh, it is for John back uh, in upstate New York. But uh, And there is a major difference, Iker, between minus 14 and 14. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm glad you guys filled me in on that because I don't think I've ever been in either. Uh, so that's good to know. And I... 
you know, today um, I don't want to I don't want to brag even more than I already did, but I think it's going to be 72 here, and uh, I don't see a cloud in the sky at this point in time. So uh, yeah. we're we're struggling with the with cold weather out here. Yeah, I'm a hard pass on that 14. I don't care if it's positive or negative. We're, we're out ski on that, guys. So, hey, uh, uh, Scott, one thing, uh, we, we've got we, we've got no derby qualifying points at Santa Anita and the Bob Lewis today, uh, obvious reasons, but uh, there are three-year-old races galore at uh, Gulfstream Park. There are five of them. So is there a three-year-old or three-year-olds we should be keeping an eye on down there at uh, Gulfstream Park? Well, I think the Holy Bowl is the biggest of those races, particularly if you're looking towards the Kentucky Derby, a couple of the swales, a sprint. You never know what it'll produce. But uh, 20 points to the winner on the line in the Holy Bowl. And, uh, you know, um, John just mentioned Rocket Ken being his pick in that race, one of the uh, kind of second-type choices. The favorite in there is number four, Cyclone Mischief, who uh, was very impressive last time out in the first start as a three-year-old for Dale Romans and really hasn't done anything wrong. The pedigree certainly suggests this horse shouldn't have any issue uh, getting more ground as we get to that point. And the fact that he relaxed nicely instead of needing to be on the lead in that January 8th allowance event bodes well for him. I don't think we've got a derby-type horse running in this race, but it's a little interesting. Legacy Isles are likely speed. Uh, John Hardoon mentioned Rocket Ken, who makes his first start as a three-year-old after two pretty solid efforts, going two turns at Churchill to end his two-year-old campaign. And then maybe Lord Miles will step up first time two turns, certainly a cold bread to get that two turns. The blinkers go on for Safi Joseph, and uh, rumor has it Irad Ortiz Jr. capable of getting the job done. It's an interesting race. Yeah, how about that the yesterday, guys? Sorry, John. Seven in a row for Irad. I mean, that's that was just some kind of role yesterday. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely uh, at the top of the class right now. Where he ranks, you know, all time that that's a question for another day. But quite a lesson he put on yesterday. And this is a horse that's going to come from off the pace, kind of something that Irad's probably the best in the business at this point in doing. And uh, this horse looks to, he could uh, maybe spring a minor upset today from off the pace. Well, I know you were going to look at uh, Oakland Park for a selection today, uh, Scott, so let's go down to Oakland Park, and I understand they've had some cold weather down there. I think the track was labeled good the last time I saw it, so what do you like at Oakland? Yeah, I'm going to go to another three-year-old race, not a state's race, but an allowance event for non-winners of two. It's race seven on the card. It kicks off their late pick four sequence in Hot Springs, and the favorites in there I have some respect for, no doubt, number two, Gun Pilot, and number six, Protégé, both horses, that appear to have bright futures. But I think the pace is going to be honest. Both of them could be involved in it. I'm going to look to number seven, Bourbon Bash, a uh, son of City of Light for the coach, D. Wayne Lucas, that stretches out the two turns for just the second time, comes off a less-than-ideal voyage third-place effort against two good three-year-old sprinters in Frosted Departure and Two Eagles River. And I just think if he can relax a few lengths off the early pace, he's going to get a good trip. I think he's got some talent. So we'll go with number seven, Bourbon Bash, in the seven at Oakland Park. Number seven, Bourbon Bash, four to one on the program. Race seven at Oakland Park, post time uh, Pacific time, right around one thirty-eight our time. So gives us plenty of time to get on, get down on that. Scott, best of luck with all that. Keep an eye on these three-year-olds for us, and uh, I know you'll keep us with the updates at TwinSpires.com. Absolutely, John and Bob, and uh, enjoy the tough weather you've got out there. I'll. Uh, Save my winter coat for you. Well, we'll cowboy up as best we can, all right? so. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Talk to you later.
That was Scott Shapiro from TwinSpires.com. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll go down to South Florida, get the latest updates from Gulfstream Park with Toby Callett. And then we're going to talk to the hottest handicapper on the show, Michael Rona, who gave us uh, three straight, including a nice $15 winner last Saturday right here in Thoroughbred, L.A. on AMA 30 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway. Come early on Saturday for a huge day of bike coastal racing from Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita as the first racing tour will include eight graded stakes and will offer players in all stakes coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a low 15% takeout. First post time Saturday is at 12 noon and admission gates open at 10 a.m. Our 10 race card Saturday will be highlighted by four graded stakes the Robert B. Lewis, the Megahertz, the Santa Monica, and the Thunder Road Stakes. Looking ahead to Sunday, there will be a mandatory payout in the 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot with an estimated total pool of more than $3 million. And on Saturday, there is a $1 million single-ticket Pick 6 jackpot guarantee. So if there is a single-ticket winner Saturday, that ticket is worth $1 million. Our infield family fun zone is open, and again, Join us early on Saturday with first post time at 12 noon. The best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Outstanding racing action is in store this weekend, led by night racing's best bets, the Los Alamitos early and late pick fours. Plus, our nighttime $2 pick six continues to be a popular wager. Our total pick six pool on January 7th was over $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is also open for daytime simulcasting seven days a week. Enjoy the racing action from Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, Oak Lawn, and more. For reservations in the beautiful Vessels Club, call 714-820-2681. Or if you prefer, cheer on your next winner at Burgart Sports Bar, featuring 60 HD TVs, a full bar, and plenty of wagering windows for your convenience. The best of night racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. From Golden Gate to San Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. 
Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio, AM 830. And welcome back to the final segment of ThoroughbredLA.com. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike. And Bob, before we bring in Toby Callett, just want to remind everybody, we've got the Golden Hour Wagers back in action today at Santa Anita. Yeah, we've got the, uh, of course, the Golden Hour uh, double as well as the pick four, and those are uh, dollar bets. So the double's $5, and uh, really interesting uh, to be able to tie those tracks together, John. Two, uh, two, two pick four races from here, two from up there, and then uh, the double as well. So lots of fun. And uh, that coast-to-coast wager that we mentioned earlier, John, is a dollar wager and only 15% takeout. So uh, that's one to get involved with as well. Yeah, exactly. When the tracks offer these wages at discounted takeouts, that's a benefit to the horse players, and those are the wages that I like to promote. Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest from South Florida, Mr. Toby Callett. And, Toby, we had some rain last night in South Florida. I know they're underway for the third at Gulfstream right now, but uh, what are the track conditions down there? Are, are we good to go? Well, they've taken races one, five, and seven off the grass, and uh, people that purchased my uh, sheet today uh, I've offered them uh, another date uh, of their choice, only because uh, it just messes things up. The uh, the ninth and the eleventh are scheduled. Uh, the uh, Kitten's Joy and the Sweetest Champ are scheduled to go on the grass. Uh, we'll hope there's no more rain in between and uh, take it from there. But um, we've got a similar temperature uh, as Bob Ike mentioned here. We're only 72 today because of the cloudy and very windy conditions. And if we don't get any more rain, uh, the ninth and the 11th actually are very playable races. So uh, the 11th and 12th uh, are the races that I'd like to help help to pick five players out on today uh, with a few wranglers that might be worthy. But uh, other than that, we'll meander our way through the uh, early part of the track. Sounds good. And I saw the just saw the listing. The main track is fast from that wind. It dried out pretty quick. The turf course is listed good. So, Toby, where do you want to go today for a radio play? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a... Uh, a double dip, so to speak. Uh, no races 11 and 12 um, are two of the races of, of your pick five. And uh, in the 11th race today, I like the two Padma very much. I think that uh, she's going to like the grass. And uh, Junior Alvarado and Bill Mott, they win a few races together here. Main rival would certainly be the Brad Cox uh, trainee, uh, Heavenly Sunday, shipping in from uh, New Orleans. Uh, if you're playing gimmicks, look at the one Sweet Lou's got aces and uh, the six. Uh, Bolsara uh, for uh, rounding the gimmicks out. So it's two eight one six in the eleventh, and in the twelfth, if you're playing, in it, I think the one Lord Miles is a single. Um, I think he's an absolute stick out. First of all, uh, the morning line favorite Cyclone Mischief comes from a barn that is uh, Jay had said uh, a while back. Uh, very hard barn to bet on. Two to one on the morning line, and the Bob Ike angle is in play here off Lasix. So. Uh, Please bear that in mind. I think that that horse is a throwout. I'm singling the one, also uh, respecting the fact that West Coast Cowboy is uh, in there to help to keep the pace honest. Both the one and two trained by Safi Joseph. Single the one in the 12. Well, I'll tell you what, you get those two horses home as part of that uh, coast-to-coast pick five, we're going to cash a nice ticket. So thanks for the help there, Toby. All your selections at tobykella.com and todaysracingdigest.com, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Look forward to it. Thanks, John. 
That was Toby Kalt. And let's bring in our, our cleanup hitter, Mr. Michael Runner from Los Alamitos. And Michael has been seeing the ball like no other. Three straight winners on the show, in, including Ghost with a Fire last weekend at 15-20. And, Michael, first thing I want to talk about, uh, the world champ Impressive made his return last Sunday. He got the win, but it wasn't easy. Oh, you've got that right, John. It was heart-stopping. This was the first of two trials to the Brad McKinsey Winter Championship for the older horses. Impressum missed the start. He spotted Scoop's Dynasty at least a length. Scoop's Dynasty was six for seven last year, including two derby victories. And he ran his eyeballs out. It was a heartbreaking defeat in a way. But Impressum somehow got through on his inside, caught him and beat him by a nose. The final eighth of a mile split was very fast. To think Impressum could eat into that kind of closing split was really remarkable. The other trial was won by Apolitical Pence, who won this Brad McKenzie Winter Championship last year. He had a much easier time of it while clocking slower time, but who knows, he might bounce a lot fresher into the final in two weeks from now. It's going to be the third meeting between the Horse of the Year Impressum and the two-time champion of champions winner, a political pence, when they knock heads and scoops dynasty right there in the mix for that huge grade one Brad McKenzie in two weeks from tomorrow night. Bob Ike, questions for Michael Rona. Yeah, Michael, first of all, congratulations. Three straight is hard to do. Ghost with a winner, or ghost with a fire, rather. So a great job by you. And no racing next weekend, right? Super Bowl weekend, you guys are off. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Uh, Los Alamitos typically takes off that weekend, certainly Super Bowl Sunday, and we're taking off the Saturday night as well, as has been the case the last couple of years. Uh, they'll be renovating the track and doing some uh, some maintenance work. It's a good opportunity, since we don't run Super Bowl Sunday, to just clear that whole weekend and uh, and do some track work, and we'll be back the following week. Well, Michael, before we turn you loose for next weekend, we've got to get a winner. We're trying to make a grand slam four in a row today. Who do you like tonight at Los Alamitos? Well, in the 10-race card, which gets underway at 6 o'clock, I'm looking at race seven, first leg of the late pick four, a 1,000-yard allowance. It's a very open, contentious race. There's a lot of speed signed up. My pick is number eight, Cat Bernay, seven to two second choice on the morning line. Uh, he is pacey, but with a touch of versatility. He was a winner on this show for me back in November, and I think he's spotted the best since then. He's got hot connections in his corner, trainer Milton Pineda and jockey Francisco Orguna Rojas, and I think it'd be pretty tough to beat. Number eight in the seventh. Number eight, Cat Bernay, 7-2 on the program, race number seven at Los Alamitos. Michael, we'll let you go. Take the weekend off next weekend, and we'll, we'll talk to you fresh and ready to go in two weeks. Okay. Thanks, fellas. Hooray. That was Michael Rona. Bob, want to thank you for co-hosting. You're going to be in the host chair next weekend. want to thank all of our guests, uh, Bob Mazursky, Bruce Finkelstein, John Hardoon, Scott Shapiro, Toby Callett, and the aforementioned Michael Rona. You've got uh, Mike Woolman in the, in the seat here tomorrow from 8 to 10 a.m., SoCal Restaurant Show following us right now with Andy Harris. want to thank everybody for listening. Get out there, play the races today, enjoy it, and we will talk to you next Saturday right here on Thoroughbred LA. Best of luck today. Good luck.
horse, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. A.